Local Edge, powered by Ad Canada Media. Hi everyone and welcome to The Local Edge, your show for better understanding and connecting with small communities in Canada. Here, we bring you the latest news, insights and trends from the world of local advertising and marketing. I'm your host, Shauna Randolph, very pleased to be here with you today. On today's show, we're focusing on Local Runs Deep. What does that mean? You're going to find out. We're going to hear from a local publisher in Saskatchewan, and he's going to be joined by two people who've been truly impacted by the local edge in their community. Sit back, relax, enjoy. Camps for kids are slightly more popular in Alberta than next door in Saskatchewan. Albertans spend an average of $120 on camps, then Saskatchewan's average of $75 per household. For targeted data like this and to get a better understanding of connecting with local markets, please visit adcanadamedia.ca. We are focusing on Musimin, Saskatchewan. Kevin Weedmark is the editor and publisher of The World Spectator. Kevin is no stranger to our podcast. Many of you may recognize him. He appeared back in our first episode. Tyler Thorne is owner of Celebration Ford, and he's been advertising with Kevin's newspaper since he bought it back in 2002. Kevin is also a notable leader and is the president of the Community Builders Alliance. And Wendy Lind is with the Musiman and District Healthcare Foundation. She has a very interesting and recent story that we're going to focus on that involves her foundation when we get to her here in our discussion. Welcome, all three of you, to The Local Edge. Thank you, Shana. Thank you. Good to be here. Okay, Kevin, let's start with you. Quickly, for those who don't know, uh, just give us a lowdown on The World Spectator, your company. The World Spectator is a newspaper that's been around since 1884. Our first issue came out October 2nd, 1884. And after all that time, we're still uh, we're still growing. We take a bit of a unique approach in the in the media business. We see ourselves as a, a community service first and a, and a business second, and that seems to have... Uh, have worked for us and helped us grow. And then with you as well, you're heavily involved in the community. Some people may call you the King of Kensington, per se. <laughs> See you down the street. Hey. We. Uh, I also run the uh, the local chamber of commerce and uh, do everything I can to uh, to promote the community. All right, uh, Tyler, your auto business has been a fixture in Musimin for so many years. Uh, that's right. We haven't been around quite as long as the World Spectator, but um, we're. Uh, I'm a second generation Ford dealer. Uh, my dad bought uh, the dealership back in uh, 1980. Um, I uh, I became his partner in 2000, bought him out in 2006. Um, in 2014, we moved into our uh, brand new location uh, adjacent to the Trans Canada Highway. Um, yeah, we've uh, so we're 43 years in business. Um, we employ uh, about 30 people in town, and uh, you know it's been a great community uh, to be a part of. And Wendy, how long has the Musiman and District Healthcare Foundation been going on in that community? Well, it started probably back with the first hostel that we had was 1993 was the foundation. Um, the first hostel was built, I believe, in, let me just check here, 2000 and 1905 actually was the first hospital. So the foundation's been going since 1993 and then became Musiman District Healthcare Foundation. Uh, just recently in uh, 2003. So we've been going for a little while. Okay. Not as long as Kevin. Not as long. Okay, we're going to hear more from you in a sec, Wendy. I want to focus, first of all, with Kevin and Tyler. Tyler, specifically, as mentioned, you've been advertising with the World Spectator for like 20 years or so now. A, a heavy advertiser as well, quite prominent. How much of the relationship with the paper has really helped your business? 
Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think the uh, the relationship between Celebration Ford and the World Spectator predates both Kevin and I. Um, you know, my my dad would have had a relationship with uh, with John Mean and Bruce Panton before uh, before Kevin took over. And um, you know, I I think one of the um, one of the probably the first ads Kevin sold me was was the banner ad on the front page, the bottom of the front page of the paper, um, which I've got the paper on my desk. Uh, we still have that spot, so. You know, that's, um, you know, 20 years plus, uh, 52 weeks a year, we've ran that spot uh, and continue to do so. So, you know, obviously, if um, if the World Spectator wasn't uh, wasn't a, a good quality um, product, uh, they produce a great paper every week. Um, you know, we wouldn't continue to um, to hold that spot um, in the paper, you know, other spots, but but that one is our most prominent ad. So. Um, obviously it pays dividends for us or we wouldn't do it. Right. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's just been a, it's been a fantastic relationship, uh, for a lot of years. How do you know, Tyler, that an ad is working? People come in and, and refer to it specifically seeing it in the paper? Yeah, hundred percent. We, um, you know, it happens, you know, I'd like to say weekly, um, you know, somebody will come in and say, Hey, I saw that, that truck, uh, uh you know, that you have on sale on the front page of the paper. Um, you know, that's how we that's how we know it works, right? You get feedback from uh, from your customers on a weekly basis. Kevin, is this the type of relationship with your advertisers common? I would assume so. yeah, we're we're very, very fortunate. we um, uh, we have a lot of long-term advertisers, a lot of uh, a lot of people who are in the paper every single week, and uh, that's helped us grow. So now, you know, in addition to the world spectator, we also have Plain and Valley, which is a, a regional paper that hits, 28,000 households and uh, Celebration Ford is also in every issue of that. And we have uh, another uh, publication called uh, Ag News that hits uh, the agriculture boxes in the region. And all of those, all three publications are, are, are there and are solid and are growing because we've got very supportive advertisers who are, who are uh, committed to us for long term. Tyler, have you ever kind of thought, what would I do if I didn't have this newspaper to advertise in? Yeah, you know, it would... Uh... Man, that would, I've never thought of that. That would certainly, uh, yeah, that would certainly create some challenges, I think, getting uh, getting the word out locally. Um, yeah, no, I, that's a great question, but I can't imagine, I can't imagine not, you know, having the World Spectator around to, to uh, you know, run our ads in weekly. Right. Well, you don't have to worry about that as is we're seeing here with our discussion here today. Okay, now uh, I wanna bring Wendy into this uh, discussion here. Um, first of all, setting something up here. Um, it's about a story in the community uh, that actually was well promoted throughout the province here um, about a local man, his name's Levi Jamison, how he was badly in need of a CT scan, something that just wasn't possible in that community for the longest time to even dream of, um, but then, Kevin, an article was published in your paper, one of your, your reporters, The World Spectator, in July of this year that opened doors. Can you please fill us in on that? Yeah, actually, uh, it was unfortunate that that brought awareness to the community of, of how much uh, we needed a CT scanner, and we've needed it for a long, long time. Uh, Kevin was really good at getting to the heart of the story and sharing that. And one of Kevin's uh, advantages for us in the community is his research ability. So. He was able to push some buttons and uh, get some local government uh, at all levels aware of the situation. And he also did a lot of research for us on uh, the numbers that are in our community and our demographics here. 
So that uh, opened some eyes to the government level too, of what uh, our community needs and how widespread we are. And we have a really good position base. So it was uh, just a matter of time till I think the government realized uh, we are important. And Kevin, he uh, he keeps on these stories and he keeps his finger in the pulse. So uh, luckily for the foundation and the community, he uh, has kept this story going and hopefully soon we'll hear some positive uh, confirmations from the government. So Kevin, what is your perspective on your side? How this came about? What happened after that story was, was published? Well, with the CT scanner, there was there was sort of a few steps to it. We had we had done a story a few weeks ago where we had looked back at uh, we had looked at the CT scanner usage around the province and found the largest um, the largest wait times were in the southeast part of the province and found that Mooseman had more people within a hundred kilometer radius than some communities that already have a CT scanner. So that seemed to hit home with the government. Then we actually have a, a brilliant young reporter Ashley Bochak who had done the story on on Levi. Um, Levi had decided to, he had been in an accident where he lost the use of his legs and he decided to donate to the CT scanner. She did an article on him. After that article came out, uh, both we spoke to the premier and the health minister the day after it came out. Both of them had read it. Both of them, uh, you know, had uh, had talked about what a what an inspiration Levi was. And then a week after that interview, uh, Last Thursday, uh, the health minister was was in Mooseman meeting with the uh, healthcare foundation and uh, touring the touring the healthcare facility, seeing where a CT scanner would go. So, I think we just uh, it, it was credit to Levi for you know for making that donation for bringing it top of mind, and we just helped get the get the word out. We have an amazing community full of amazing people, and all we do is just help spread their stories, and and then things seem to fall into place. Yeah, and Wendy, you were just touching on how much of an impact this had on your foundation and the community. Yeah, exactly. As soon as something like this happens, I think the foundation realizes it right away through donations, local donations. So Levi was going to donate to the, towards the CT scanner, and then that just sort of starts a domino effect in our community. And we have more people aware of it and, uh, you know, realize that how it could happen to them and their loved ones. So thanks to Levi and and all the community that's been supporting the CT scanner project today. So. Tyler, as a longtime advertiser, share your thoughts about the impact on this. What are you thinking? Well, you know, the work that Kevin and his team do on, on, on um, you know, projects or initiatives like CT, um, you can go back, you know, through the years. And, and there's so many um, of these things that, that, that he brings to light. Uh, one that sticks out in my mind, not just for Mooseman, but for the region, was was the coverage he did on the census um, issue a few months ago, uh, where we had some you know recounts done and whatnot. That uh, you know he just does such a great job of, of of bringing these issues to the forefront with with the folks in Regina or Ottawa, um, you know that that matter and and can make change and uh, you know and for a for a business owner in the community, um, you know it's pretty important to have. Um, those things happen, right? To uh, to help grow the community. So, um, yeah, he just does a great job. Him and his team do a great job of of uh, reporting on these these types of uh, issues and projects. Kevin, I'm curious, what is the census issue? What happened there? On the census issue, uh, we had done some reporting around the census numbers uh, in Mooseman and surrounding communities because when we first looked at the uh, the 2021 census, the numbers didn't seem to make a lot of sense. Mooseman was the fastest growing community before the previous census, but then this showed it 
sort of flatlining when we know that there's uh, there's massive growth going on. There's new homes being built. There's there's expansion. Um, so we looked at it and we looked at we asked the towns around here to give us you know their counts of households based on things like uh, their utility bills and their property tax bills and we found that Statscan's uh, household numbers were in some cases hundreds lower than what the towns knew to exist. So um, we uh, uncover that. Uh, the town of Mooseman put in a formal uh, application uh, for a review of the census and StatsCan came back and upped uh, Mooseman's population by a few hundred. Um, and that means Mooseman's getting about 100,000 more in, in uh, provincial revenue sharing alone until the next census because, uh, because of uh, the recount. And there's many other towns around here that are the same situation. I mean, one Esther Hazy is a nearby town that's booming with potash and StatsCan said they had 300 empty houses and then the mayor will tell you they, they don't have three. The, so all of these towns have been able to uh, have these numbers revised and it's it's uh, made a difference for those communities. It will make a big financial difference for them. Hmm. So, Wendy, of course, Tyler kind of brought this one up as, as a, an example of how he's impressed with coverage in the business community. But what about you, the nonprofit world, and seeing the type of coverage Kevin's newspaper has? Yeah, it's been great. We do um, twice a year, we try to do a get involved section. And in that section, we uh, post a little um, donation area. And right from as soon as it's posted, either in our regional paper or in our local paper, we see funds donated from that. And they come from all across Canada. We get some from the states. So people are obviously reading it and uh, paying attention. So Get Involved really helped us. And as far as all our fundraising and different groups that we uh, put on, Kevin's been really good. Anytime anybody wants to make a donation, Kevin's there taking the story for us and uh, his staff. So it's been noticeable right away. And even social media, like with his postings right away, it's kind of nice to have that news out uh, immediately. Then we don't have to wait for the weekly paper. We can get more details when that comes out. So we see an impact uh, right away from Kevin and the World Spectator. Uh, Kevin, two things here. Um, the the section that she was just talking about um, that is is very beneficial. How does that all work, your community section? Get, it's called Get Involved, and we do one in the spring and, and one in the fall. And initially, we, we thought of this as just you know, something to get, you know, kid people, you know, kids signed up for minor ball and things like that or for minor hockey in the fall. But it turned into a it, uh, an entire section where churches organize, advertise, um, uh, community groups organize or advertise, uh, service clubs. And it's a way of them sort of getting their message out into the into the community and, and letting people know where where support is needed, where help is needed. And and in a small town, it always, when people see a need, that need gets filled. When people know that there's, if people need volunteers, if they need donations, as soon as they see that need, they're, they're there to fill it. And then secondly, Kevin, Wendy is quite impressed with uh, your use of social media to promote your stories. Yeah, when, uh, when there's an event coming up, um, you know, we just had a, you know, a massive event at our, at our regional park this weekend. We had a, a fireworks competition. And when we promote an event like that, we often we're making the posters, we're making the tickets, we're putting the ads in the paper and in our regional paper. And then we'll also do a lot of coverage on social media, especially the few days leading up to it to just remind people and, and get the word out. And I think all of those things together help to help to make successful events. 
Tyler, as president of the Community Builders Alliance, what's your view on that? Uh, yeah, again, it's, uh, you know, the work that they do to promote uh, the community and the region, you know, in so many different ways, whether it's events, you know, upcoming events or recording on them, uh, you know, after the event has taken place. Um, you know, not only just the reporting, they're there, right? The, the spectator, Kevin, or his staff are at these events, you know, taking pictures. A couple of months ago, Kevin and I were, you know, sat at the same table at the Fleming Pie auction, right? We were buying pies together and bidding each other up, probably. And I think you outbid me on a couple of them. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's just so important. And then, it, again, the you know, the stories, um, the important stories that they write, um, you know, are read in uh, in Regina, around the legislature um you know we've we've got feedback from uh from different mlas that uh you know by by tuesday that if there's an important story in his paper um, it's made its way through the ledge and and the, the mlas and the ministers have, have read the story and are familiar with it um you know that the power of the press right it's it's just it's incredible the uh the coverage and the and the promotion we get um that all sort of stems from uh, the world spectator uh, Kevin, many times on our show here, we've we've talked about this perspective that rural newspapers are struggling these days. We definitely hear it, and it's been shown in the larger market, the big corporations. But I'm just hearing from all of you, this is a pure example that that is just not the case here yeah, locally. We're, we're just lucky here that, you know, we've got a really supportive community and, and a really supportive business community. And, you know, I think there's nothing magic here. I think any paper could do what, what we're doing here. And that's, you know, our, our thought is we put the community first. We're here to serve the community. We're here to try to promote the community in every way possible. And when you do that, I mean, we're still growing. I mean, I, I look at our financial statements every year, every year we're growing and we're about five times the paper now that the business now than we were 20 years ago, we continue to grow and continue to uh, get more readers and, and, uh, I, I think the secret is simply putting the community first. Okay, so my last question, I don't even have to ask Kevin because I know what he'd say. He pretty much just said it. But to you both, uh, Wendy and Tyler, how important is it having local people running the local paper? How important is that to you? Starting with you first, Tyler. Uh, you know, that, I mean, that that's key to, to uh, any business, I think. And, you know, we see, um, we see in this day and age, we see a lot of, um, you know, businesses locally that are, don't have local ownership per se. And, uh, you know, I would, they're still good businesses and they still create jobs and they still provide the services we need, but it's just not quite the same, you know, when you don't have local ownership and, and, uh, you know, I think that's a huge asset for, um, for us in the community that, that Kevin is, uh, you know, he lives here and, uh, um, as opposed to, uh, you know, some company in Toronto owning the paper and just, you know, having some staff here running it. Uh, uh, you, you just don't get the same passion um, that you do when when the guy that, that's signing the paychecks is is in the office every day. Right. And Wendy? Yes, exactly. Passion is for sure. And Kevin and his staff, not only local, but they also uh, contribute back locally. I mean, they're supporting lots of nonprofit and lots of events that are going on in our community. So, I mean, we can't do that without him. And he really... He really steps up. He's like our number one communication in our local community and surrounding area. And it's a big area that he covers. So we uh, appreciate him. And he's like, uh, they're like our tourism office in our local community too. So 
it's, right. a, it's a, a benefit to everybody. That's what I'm hearing. And thank you, all three of you, for giving us this Saskatchewan perspective on the impact of local newspapers on the community. Uh, special thanks to Kevin Weedmark having you on again. He is the editor and publisher of The World Spectator. Tyler Thorne, the owner of Celebration Ford in Musiman, and Wendy Lind with the Musiman District Health Care Foundation. Thank you, Shauna. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Textbooks and school supplies are an expense that most Canadian families can relate to with an average of $225 per household each year. For more targeted data like this and to get a better understanding of connecting with local markets, please visit adcanadamedia.ca. Thank you, everyone, so much for joining us today on The Local Edge. Again, I'm your host, Shauna Randolph. For additional information and extended interviews, be sure to subscribe to The Local Edge podcast on any of the major platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google, and more, whatever works for you. Also, check out our website. It is adcanadamedia.ca. And don't hesitate to tell your friends, business colleagues, everybody, spread the word. Thank you again for joining us on The Local Edge. See you next time. This series is proudly produced by the team at Road 55. Road 55 creates content that connects. For more information, check our website, www.road55.ca.